Good evening to you and welcome to another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. Yes, if it is Tuesday, it is time once again to get powered up and energized with Untapped Potential on TDN Radio. If you are a, rest, a regular listener, you know that this is where we stop by every Tuesday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time to get powered up and energized for the week ahead and to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we have set out for ourselves for this year, this month, uh, for our lives. So what are those important goals that you are working on and you need some help to be consistent with pursuing those goals? So that is what this program is all about, the goals that we are working on and just the motivation to keep going, to overcome those obstacles that often get in our way. And unfortunately, some of those obstacles we create ourselves, right? So rather than spending time working on those goals, we might spend the time surfing social media, talking on the phone, watching TV, and doing everything else but work on those goals that are so important to us. So this is where we come every Tuesday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time to simply remind ourselves of those goals and what we need to do to be uh, consistent with working on those goals. So I'm so happy that you're joining me for Untapped Potential. I hope your week is off to a great start. I hope that you've started the week on a note of gratitude. And again, if you can't find anything to be grateful for, remember that you woke up this morning so we can begin by being grateful for life. So again, welcome to the program. We have another packed program for you today. Uh, This week, we will continue the uh, conversation we started last week about empowering girls. So recently, we had a very engaging program on the topic of engagement empowering our girls and teaching them their true value. So last week, we had the first portion of that program, and this week, I thought I would bring you the second half of the conversation that we had. So this, of course, as always, is a pre-recorded interview of the conversation that we had on the importance of teaching our girls their value. So we will have this for you coming up in just a little bit, and then, of course, you want to stay tuned for after the program, after the conversation 
for all our tip of the week as well as the rest of the program. So as we get started today, let us enjoy this number from JD a Calypso entitled What is Mine is Mine. So let's enjoy this number from JD and then we're going to go straight into our pre-recorded interview on empowering girls and teaching them all about the importance of their values. So thank you. Mine is mine. 
from town and the country They surround me from Cardas to Bouillon Even Jazzy show up To try their luck Ask around, I am not a boastful man All who think in JD is one and done If their lyrics, their melody is a match Bring it on, let's jam them saying it's not an easy feat in Calypso to defend and repeat. Spread the talk on the block, share the news on the street. I'm the one to be. And so they coming from near and far. Oh yes, they coming from all over. Yeah, them uneasy like the head that wears the crown. Like the little talk can have me on shaky ground Tell them come Man don't come this far To give up so easy Top not singers and performers on my head Place a bounty that's fine He said but you all have Christmas carol time What is mine is mine to digest and still so much to um, cover. We have to do this again because we're running out of time. But let's look at the how. And of course, if you feel so inclined to respond to any of the comments, you can do so. But I want to talk about how are we empowering our children? So Marcia, oh, I think Deborah, did you want to make a contribution? Let's take one more call. <laughs> we're going to run out of time today. Yeah, good evening, caller. Go ahead, please. Greetings, Lambie. Greetings. Greetings to your panel. This is, um, yeah, the Rebel Rocker himself here, Kofi. Hey, Kofi, uh, what's up? Yeah, I, want oh, make, I want to make a little contribution to that, you know what I mean? Go right so, ahead. Um, yeah, as, as, as it relates to, like, accusations against, or, like, cases where there's an accusation against an elder or older person against a, a, a minor, I think once the once it should be investigated, all right. And I think once the investigation begins and there is sufficient evidence to move forward with the case, the state should be totally responsible for that case. I don't mm -hmm. think there should be it should ever reach a stage where you know some kind of negotiation can go on and the case doesn't go on because when we do that, it means that people are going to pay off and and you know not get punished for the, for the crime against the minor. So I think one of the things that they need to enforce in Dominica is that once these allegations are made and investigated and there's enough findings to move forward with a case, the state should take over that case because we cannot just leave it to the parents to decide, well, oh, well, he can pay me on this side or they can do this and the case is over. If we want things to straighten up in Dominica, we have to start with a straight thing. I mean, you know, and as, it has, and as it relates to our daughters and raising our girls and stuff, I mean, yo, I don't know. Some of us just have different vibes in the way we, we see things and the way we were raised. But I think fathers in general need to step up and help to raise their daughters. You can't say, well, the mother has to raise her daughter. I have two daughters, great, and I'm mm -hmm. telling you, I put in every effort into educating 
guiding them, you know, just being there, giving them that support and teaching them values. And it's not always about dress, dress, dress. It's about learning to live a social life with other people in your surroundings and, you know, giving them that chance to develop their mind, to see things their way, but at the same time with guidance, man. I think that's been lacking that kind of thing in Dominica. And we just leave everybody to do what they want. And it's not gonna it's not gonna go down good for us, you know, and we've seen the results uh, like right now. Mm-hmm. That's my contribution for the night. But yes, thank you. Everybody. Thank you, Kofi. Excellent yeah. contribution. And and you know, Kofi raises a very important point because I happen to know him. And you know, one of the things that he does to empower his girls is that self-expression. We talked about Tanya having them explore their artistic sides, their their ability to sing, their ability to play an instrument, their ability to be a part of theater, because all that is about building self-confidence, building self-esteem, teaching our girls that you're more than your looks, teaching them that you're more than the value of your bags and your cell phone. Deborah, I think you wanted to make a contribution. You're muted, you're muted. Yes, I do. I do agree with the caller. Um, yeah, we have to get the children to express themselves and allow them to, to, you know, to open out and to ventilate. So much time we just want to, you know, not, not, you know, tell them they're disrespectful. You know, we have to reach them at their level and know sometimes the way they speak, you know, they're not articulate enough to express the emotion, how they're feeling. Um, and sometimes they're lashing out and that's the way to a cry for help. You know, I need help. And they you know, they, they do, you know, become promiscuous or do things, you know, as a cry for help. You know, I need love. I need help. Um, like, I, I can give you an example. Um, like my child, you know, she's lashing out and it's nothing to do with me. You know, she's she's has a lot of project, a lot of homework to do. And she's full of there in stress, but she's lashing out only because I'm the closest person to her. And I have to look at her, darling, I am there for you. What is it that you need right now? What solution you need right now to help you to resolve whatever is happening with you? I'm there for you. So as adults, we have to reach them at their level, speak to them in their language, and also make sure that we're there for them. And in terms of what I'm doing on the ground, I'm bridging the gap. Because right now in Dominica, there's one counselor assigned to about 10 school. I've been speaking to counselors and they are overwhelmed. They are swamped, they're overwhelmed. And there's a lot of um, um, students and children just walking around traumatized. They're just cutting themselves and, you know, harming themselves and, you know, um, going into unsociable behavior and always getting into trouble. So I developed this this program, um, Trilogy to Happiness. And one day it I asked my daughter, what's one thing you want to, legacy you want to leave when you hear Princess Rose? What one legacy you want to leave? And guess what she said? Can anybody take a guess? One legacy. When you hear Simon Matthew, what what you want the world to to know and remember, Simon Matthew stands for just one thing: positive impacts on the world. That covers positive. it in general. Positive light in my corner of the world. Right, positive light. What about you, Tanya? One thing you want the world to know, Tanya Dixon. When you hear, hmm, truth, the truth. She stands for the truth. Truth. And yes. you, Miss Dublin. One thing. That's what came to mind as well. Let the truth be heard. And, and Let the truth be heard. Stay firm to what you believe. You know? Yeah. Stay firm. Irrespective of what everybody else says. Yeah. Stay firm. Yeah. 
And you, um, Kalinago? <laughs> because I firmly live my life on the principle of empowerment of all people. Justice yeah. is what I want to be known for. Justice. 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 Yes. I mean, I love all those answers, but she didn't say it. She was 11 years old. We were walking to school, to primary school. And she said, find the joy and magic of every moment. Find the joy and magic in every moment. And I'm like, wow, people have to go to India, to Africa to learn this simple thing. And that is just so powerful, you know, and this is the whole course around my trilogy to happiness by teaching people that all we have is now. All we have is now we, it don't make any sense to be anxious about the future. Being anxious, anxiety is like pain alone on something that you haven't even bought. And depression is you just stuck in the past, but the joy is finding in the here and now. And um, and that that is part of the program that I'm teaching in the school. And one of the techniques I'm using is to give the girls techniques, how to help them to cope with stress, with anxiety, with trauma, and, um, and to bring them back into the here and now and to be the better version of themselves. And, um, so before I go into the practice, one of the things I do is it's called tapping, body tapping. And the body tapping is you tap in, I don't know if you heard of acupuncture. Yeah. You tap on acupoints and you use, you use affirmations, positive affirmations. So you start with tapping like the side of the hand, for example, you see, even though my world, you start with how you're feeling, you know, you start with how you're feeling, even though my world seems crazy, I love and accept myself. And then you tap above the eye, my mind, body, and spirit belongs to me. And then underneath the eye, I replace anger, frustration with others, with intentional positive interactions. And then under the nose, I release a feeling of guilt, hurt, and shame. And then you go through this, and then you go underneath the mouth. My abuse and traumatic experience do not define who I am as a person. Yeah? And then you tap the chest. There's nothing to be nervous about. I am a great kid. I love myself no matter what. I can do this. You know, I got this. And they tap through and bring themselves back. And that is just very powerful. Um, a little tool that can use um, to get themselves grounded. And before you go into the tapping, you have to, there's a precursor before you go into the tapping. You have to ask yourself, am I safe now? What is happening around me? You bring yourself back to the present. You know, you look out. You use your, all your senses, your hearing, you know, you smell, what am I smelling? What am I seeing? I'm seeing, you know, some beautiful um, faces on the screen, you know, get the mind back into the present moment. And, you know, these tools are very powerful. And also there's the box breathing, you know, breath is everything, heart center breathing, heart focused breathing. You're breathing for four, hole into the heart. Yes, breathing outrageous love, exhale, gratitude. And we say these mantras that we go through, you know, what is it, whatever it is, and I can just home in, you know, if we have somebody who's been abused or, or something, for example, I can just adjust the mantra for them to say and to bring them back and to release them, you know, um, back to be the full, better expression of themselves. Mm -hmm. So um, yes, thank you. I'm doing it for parents as well, because empowered parents is equate to empower children. When parents are empowered, you know, then they can go on and empower the, 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 the children. Because first of all, we have to give ourselves our oxygen first. We have to be solid in our in our body, in our mind, in our spirit. We have to be solid in all of these aspects of us. And when when we, we come, you know, to all of these challenges, this chaos, we're solid enough and stable enough to help our children, you know, to be stable in themselves.
Yeah, so, and I and I also know that the convent PTA is doing quite a bit of work. As a matter of fact, yeah. the Dominica Child Protection Society. Yes, we're working with them for some of the summer programs. And Tanya and I will talk about that a yes. little bit. But I also wanted to hear from Marcia in terms of what the Girl Guides Association is doing to empower girls. And then Kalinaga, I'm going to come over to you. Okay. Um, in in the association, we have different sections. We have the rainbows, and these are the very young ones, just from five. They go for this two-year program, five to seven. And we at, at that stage, we teach them really to appreciate themselves. So it's a lot of fun game. It's a lot of getting on to understand each other, getting to know themselves better as little ones, and just enjoying life for what it is. And they move on to the Brownlee section. The Brownlee section, they come in at seven and they go through a free program, seven to 10. And at that, in that, at that level, we begin to give them a little bit of responsibility where they are placed into different sections. So their leaders already developing from their, um, um, grouping that they have, because it's important not to get them into smaller groupings, because a lot of times children want to express themselves, but because they're in big groups, they're unable to do that. So we allow them the opportunity to get into smaller groups, and we call that the sixes, where they're able to express themselves among a smaller group, and then they get into the bigger circle, where they can share what they have learned within that cycle there. Um, for the programs we have, we also have the guides. Um, these are the older ones, and you realize that we have this sort of upward mobility where they move from one stage to another. And at every stage, there is a, um, a bigger program that we, we, we do with them relating to their particular age. And with the guides now, we begin to uh, get them to understand the value of themselves. We begin to help them to develop their creativity, their talents and to be able to speak out, to have a voice, um, to share, to report. And we really instill in them the importance of building relationship and healthy relationship, knowing when you need to speak out, when you need to report when something is going wrong. You're muted. Who do you report to? And also we have situations where they have a lot of difficulties with the parents. How do you relate with your parents? How do you relate with the opposite sex as well? Because now they're growing into young women. Um, if a boy says, I love you, is that okay for you to get into a relationship with him? You know, um, get into, be friends first and understand what the opposite sex um, is about and to build a friendship instead of some intimate relationship that you just enter into. Um, then they move on to the Rangers. The Rangers is a very the bigger section. Um, they are now grown enough that they could be on their own and we allow them to develop their programs and they just have a mentor that guide them and take them through. But throughout our program, we teach discipline we teach them commitment, we teach them citizenship, where you have to go out there and give service because we are living in a community where we depend on each other to show love, to show gratitude, 
So we have to give back all the talents that we have. We have to give back to the society um, that we get from. And that is what why we're able to strengthen ourselves by providing service, particularly to the elderly and the less fortunate out there. So um, these are the programs that we deal with. We just recently, last year actually, we started the program of making child abuse our number one priority. And we did, we, have a, we had a rally, we had discussion with um, some lawyers, about three or four of them who were part of this grouping, and just discussing the laws and what, what existed and what needs to be done for us to deal with the situation of um, child abuse. Uh, we also had this um, carnival band that we, we put together in relation to gender violence. So all of these we discussed with um, our members to help them better understand. And also we have educational sessions with the parents as well, because the parents are sometimes in a world by themselves that they do not understand these young children with all of this energy and all of these ideas that they want to bring out and um, even the way that they, that they express themselves, some parents um, um, do not understand why they behave in that sort of way. So we, we, we work with the parents as well in helping them to understand that these are children growing up, they have to be allowed the space and to, to provide them with the love and attention and support that they need. Because a lot of these young girls really do not get the support from um, the parents, um, from family members, and worst of all, from society from which they depend on. And um, instead society exploits them instead of helping them to grow into young women. So this is yeah. what we do in the yeah. We have also our leader, um, Abigail Christmas, who also have this, um, that she has been working with young persons and, and getting people to understand that you are who you are and you, you, you cannot make yourself different from who you are, but you work with what you have and make the best of it because we are all created in his own image and likeness and we have to learn to appreciate ourselves for who we are and not because this other person say, oh, um, you should perm your hair. You should just go ahead and do that. But really and truly, that's not what you want. So we, we're trying to instill in, 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 in our girls that you have to be you, you have to value yourself, and you have to go out there and give back. You know, all the young ones to understand the importance of being themselves and having a voice, so mm -hmm. important have a voice and do not allow anybody to take that from you. Yeah, and it sounds like you guys are doing a fantastic job of trying to create a well-rounded woman, a well-rounded girl um, for the society that we need. So Kalinago, let me come over to you. We're quickly running out of time, but I still want to hear from you and Tanya. So very quickly, as a woman in business, tell us, because I think part of the empowerment conversation has to be about financial opportunities. So where are the jobs in Dominica? Where are the jobs? Our women need jobs so that they can stand on their own two feet. Because what we find is that a lot of women are unfortunately forced to remain in relationships of abuse, potential abuse and abuse, because they are not financially 
independence. So as a woman in business, tell us the importance that, you know, finances and, and, and financial independence plays in terms of empowering our girls. Well, that is one big animal. <laughs> I think it needs a whole show by itself. Oh, yeah. But the empowerment of women, as you said, basically the financial dependency of females is part of the major problem in Dominica. So we move from mothers being financially dependent on the father or boyfriends or whoever, their sugar man. Uh, they move from that to kids who are now dependent on the mother doing all these kinds of things that are not necessarily kosher. And then the child is following in that direction, both male and female looking at that and following in those same directions. And then we have a repetition and a domino effect of the acceptance, as Tanya was saying, of a culture that is what we're really fighting against. It's the mindset, the culture that it's okay to value yourself as a female for your sexuality, for your sensuality, and to be prized by a male for that reason and then awarded for that with monetary things, material things, and whatever else are the rewards of that particular relationship. So while we say, you know, women are in abusive relationships, we tend to think domestic violence, he's beating the crap out of her, he's sexually abusing the, the mother, the girl in, in, in the uh, family, whatever the case, but it's not always as that. The abuse is a simple thing allowing that woman to become financially dependent on that man where she cannot sustain her own life without that man and that unless she is doing whatever it is that man is pleased with she is not getting the financial support that she needs to conduct her life she cannot support her children therefore she's putting up with a lot in terms of attitude, in terms of devaluation of herself, in terms of relegating herself to only a value of being pretty, of being this pleasure princess, essentially. So that is the real abuse that I'm more concerned about than somebody getting pummeled upside their head. Yes, those are very detrimental things that are happening to women. And yes, we have to, to deal with that. But in terms of culture shifting, what we really need to deal with is the economic dependency of women. Now, when I, I moved to Dominica, it was a hop, skip and a jump off the cliff of my life. Yes, it's a major financial investment, um, basically towards the investment of my children's future. So yes, there were many things that happened that I did not plan. And I'm just like, wow, I'm actually jobless. <laughs> and I have three degrees and I'm still trying to get a job. This is so crazy. So what I did was rely on a hobby business of mine that I've been cultivating for about two, two, um, a dozen years, I should say. And I do editing, I do marketing, basically anything related to words, um, I can finesse it and help people either market themselves, market their businesses, um, basically project their own communication onto the world. Um, I help with things. This is why you heard me, Tonya, I'm speaking a very business-like fashion in terms of there needs to be standard operating procedure for how we conduct ourselves in educating the population on the empowerment of women, on the empowerment of girls, of the changes of legislation that are guiding us. It's because that's part of what I do in editing. It's, it's creating the document needed for us to move forward in a guided way to have a process to complete a change, to enact some kind of positive transformation of anything. 
Now, I focus that tend to be in business senses, in creative people, um, artists, poets, writers, um, marketing um, actual businesses, and I do promote a lot of investment and business in Dominica. But when it comes to the empowerment of women, this is where the direction is necessary because we need a guiding document beyond legislation to say to parents, hey, you can do A, you can do B. All these women here have, have discussed in a very formal way how they try to en engage and empower and educate the female population of, of this country. But I would like to see how we do that on an informal basis as well. Uh, how do we put out the kind of literature out there, the kind of videography, the kind of social media that engages the parents to understand their role, that engages the regular old person off the street, the regular young person off the street to say, hey, you know, this is a mindset that needs changing. This is why. And even if you may think it's normal and it's natural, this socialization has come out of that. Those sorts of education are all necessary and word related and require all of that kind of documentation. But at the bottom line, we have to have people reading that. We have to have people consuming it in some kind of way, visually or whatever might be the way for them. Um, we hear it from the first couple callers, there is a faith-based, spiritual-based aspect of how people are responding in Dominica. That is one, not being heard and not being accepted. However, on the tail end, the faith-based world in Dominica, which is generally Christian-based or Israelite-based, that faith-based world has lost its salt. So there is no real engagement of the youth. There's no real engagement of women. <coughs> I almost had to laugh about the, young, the man who called in who was talking about women's hair. I mean, I was bald for two years and I called myself a man. And it's not because I wanted to be a man or I had some sort of transsexual thing going on with me. I'm perfectly heterosexual. I say I'm a man because I'm determined to be in dominion in this world. And males are dominating the world. And I am determined to have justice and equity in how I conduct myself. So I conduct myself as a female who understands that I'm in a male-dominated society, and unless I stand up for myself, unless I empower myself and do techniques like Deborah said, you know, you have to talk to yourself. You have to physically say affirmations. Let us move forward. Let us do. You have to gather with women, as in the Girl Guides gathering, empowering women together. You have to have those kinds of things in society to allow females to see their value, to understand and know. And, and you said, Simone, that you, you promote marketing on social media. Like, how, how do these girls move from, oh, I'm just here looking cute on social media to I'm going to market myself yep. on social media. I'm going to make it a business. I'm going to turn myself into a business. I am going to become my own brand. I'm not mm -hmm. necessarily selling sex, sexuality, or anything like that. You can find ways and your creative things. Uh, the caller that you, you mentioned earlier, Kofi, who, who you said is promoting his children in theater, who's promoting mm -hmm. and, and so on. And he, he uses social media. He uses right. social media. Some people have at their access this beautiful thing called social mm -hmm. media where they can build an empire. Absolutely. 
And so when you say yes, as a businesswoman, this is how I started, word of mouth. I was just in a poetry group, sharing my poems, and then commenting on poems and, you know, kind of helping people see, hey, you know, this is great, and how about you do this? And all of that brought word of mouth, and I got a lot of clients that way. People asked to help them edit their poems to authors actually asking me to help edit books. So I, I have been a chief editor of one particular book that's most recent, which I'm very proud of because this man is the one who created the poetry group that I was major in, which is the Dominique Poetic Circle. It's on Facebook. And his name is Ron Deschamps. And he really wanted to publish. Unfortunately, his own drive to promote other people put him back a little yeah. bit. And he did not get to do that before he passed. Mm-hmm. And one thing I would like to empower women to understand, you may be young, but time is passing. Mm-hmm. If you do not grasp those opportunities now, even with social media, even with just your education in making sure you have the, the necessary qualifications, the professional certifications, making sure you're advancing your career instead of trying to look for man, trying to look for who can give you what. Learn how to build what you need. Yeah, because looks fade. Right. Look up the YouTube videos that you're on instead of looking up the latest ratchet nonsense. Go on there and learn a new language. Yeah. Learn how to create a business. Learn yeah. how to do bookkeeping for your business. Right. But Kalen, but, but, I hate to cut you off, but we are running clearly out of time. And I still want Tanya to contribute. But do right. me a favor, guys. Give a quick point because I yes. really want to have the faith-based world engage in Dominica because it's a major part of how we are going to rebuild a moral yes. fabric and they are needed. You you just can't get past that equation. You mm-hmm. are in need of the faith-based aspect to rebuild Absolutely. the public. However, they do not know how to engage the young people. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. We're mm-hmm. on old-fashioned concepts and misguidance of scripture. So the, one of the people mentioned the scripture, and I want to give another, is Matthew 24, 12. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So in that scripture, it's acknowledging, yes, the world will get to crap. And we will go to hell in a basket, yes. However, the people of God need to stand. Absolutely. And not just stand, but be a representation of what is necessary. Be mm-hmm. the moral fiber. Be that fabric that is needed. And show and engage in the population in Dominica. Engage with the young girls. Be mentors. Be role models. Give them access to resource, to knowledge. And help them see there is an alternative to what it is they're experiencing. And unless we get that, we're not going to shift that mindset. Right, the cultural shift we were talking about. Thank you so much, Kalinago. And before I go to Tanya, um, I want to make sure, uh, because we've had some powerful contributors this evening and we want to thank them. But as we're going to Tanya, ladies, if there's any contact information that you would like to share, please go ahead and post it in the comment section on Facebook so that folks know how to get in touch with you if they they so choose. 
So again, on the Facebook Live in the comment section, you can post your contact information for anyone who would like to get in touch with you. So Tanya, you have the final word, and I'm so proud of the work that we're doing on Dominica Child Protection Society. As a matter of fact, your new executive director because we recognize your talent and that speaks highly about creating something and then recognizing the talent because I created Dominica Child Protection Society last June when Kanisha went missing and then we've been recruiting members. We have Deborah who's an ambassador, I'm an ambassador and Tanya is the executive director because we see her passion, we see her talent, we see the skills that she's bringing to Dominica Child Protection Society. We see her reach to Trinidad and to other places that can connect us and we can continue the collaboration. So Tanya, just kind of tell us, because last summer we had a fantastic summer where we went out to the various camps, the various summer school programs, and we teach the children the power of their voice. And let me also say this before I forget. You know, I like the work that the Dominica Girl Guys Association is doing, but from what I'm hearing, the Boy Scouts are no longer in existence. And we need the same for our boys. We need the same types of programs when we hear the layered approach that the girl guys are using to empower our girls. We need the same for our boys. So we're calling out on the Boy, the boy Scouts in Dominica to get back into action because, you know, we see all the murders in Dominica, boy against boy. And we see all the other issues we are facing with our young men in Dominica. So we are pleading to the Boy Scouts, get back into the fight, get back into the ring so that we can have similar programs for our boys and for our young men. So Tanya, let me come over to you. Lambi, I do apologize. We're holding you a little longer this evening, but we have so much to cover. Yeah, um, just as you said, like last year, for summer, we went into a couple of those summer programs. I think mm -hmm. that was a great idea because we went in there with the idea of the read aloud, which is very simple for kids. And we were reading aloud from that book called If You Touch, I'll Tell from Dr. Amina Obushon, which is a Dominican mm -hmm. who also has had experience with child sexual abuse. And she wrote this book to help children find their voice and learn to use that voice to protect themselves from predators. So we went into those uh, um, those groups, Girl Guides being one of them, I remember, to share and read aloud. And I think that flourished into actually creating an entire presentation about child sexual abuse. Because I recognized, I don't, and I'm going to say it, I know I have to keep it real, Simone, I don't yes. think we're giving children the right information. I think as adults, we think child sexual abuse is just if they touch you. And there's so much more to it. And so the children, I feel, are lacking that information. So an entire presentation came out of this where we teach the different types, the non-touching, the touching. We teach who can be who can be that person. We teach about the trusted adult and so much more for them to be more prepared, more prepared. And, and grooming, of course, biggest topic, online grooming. And so it flourished into that. And we're hoping that this year we're going to be doing it again. We're going into the summer camps. We're hoping a lot of people reach out to us. We're going to add on an extra, I would say, section to it with um, Deborah mm -hmm. and the tapping, being able to, you know, help children release that anxiety and stress a lot of them who are being abused are experiencing. 
And so, yeah, that's where we're going this summer, hoping that we can get into those, those groups again, those summer camps and go out there and empower and educate our girls and boys. I'm hoping for boys this summer because mm -hmm. the presentation can, yes, it's good for boys as well. Yeah. And I want to say this, Simone, is very important to me. I'm doing this and I'm doing this because it's very important for me to break that, that what's the word, guys? Oh, is boy. To the cycle? Cycle, no, stereotype. Cycle. There's a word. Oh, ah. I want to break that stigma. Stigma. Yeah. I'm recognizing we're not educating the children properly. We still want to do this kind of, uh, you know, we are afraid to trigger them. I understand tip -toe, that. Tiptoe. But we cannot tiptoe around the issue. We have to give them the information so they can properly protect themselves. And I feel like we are, we are tiptoeing around the issue a lot. And that has to go back again to what Kalinago said. Um, I would not say it has to do with spirituality. It's more religion. A lot of this thing is, it's a religion is affecting how we are teaching our kids now as well. In Dominica, I see it. We're afraid to talk about things because it's just not holy. It's just not spiritual. It's just not of God. And we're leaving the children to just suffer because of it. So I am I'm approaching my facilitation in a manner where I break that stigma, where we are able to talk about things and be open. The children are very smart. They want to be open with us. They just don't want to feel judged by us. And I think that's what we have to keep in mind. Yes, yes. Thank you, Tanya. And thank you for representing Dominica Child Protection Society. Deborah, thank you for being on board. We are all ambassadors. And, you know, again, this is about collaboration. So we're looking for sponsors because these ladies have to drive to the camps and, you know, um, fuel prices are expensive. So if anybody wants to be a sponsor in terms of what we do, in terms of the Girl Guides, in terms of what um, Kalinago does, please reach out to me, pushpasten at gmail.com. And again, I'm also always so happy to hear from everyone who reaches out. So again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-D-1-0 at gmail.com. And to just check out the other collaborations that we are working on, it is very simple, pushpasten.com. I recently just updated the website because now we have so many opportunities coming in. And I did not want to forget that in our last program, we talked about a new program on Q95 where we're going to give entrepreneurs the opportunity to get educated, to get informed, to potentially get their products um, promoted on Q95. So that is still in the works and we are working diligently with the Dominica Herb Association as well as Dominica Health and Wellness Association. So I'm always preaching collaboration, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And tomorrow you want to make sure that you join us on Push Past 10 on Facebook and YouTube because we have four other universities who will be in Dominica uh, from June 4th to the 6th. And they're looking to recruit Caribbean students because they see the high quality students that we produce. So they're recruiting from Jamaica all the way to Trinidad. And we're going to have that conversation of what they are offering 
to our Caribbean students. So we are continuing those collaborations to advance Dominica, advance the Caribbean, advance our people at home and in the diaspora. I am very excited to be a part of this because we're always talking about strategic action plan. So what are the actions? Yeah, mute a minute, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, what are the action steps we can take? Because, you know, it is so important that we are having these important conversations. And again, we want to thank Q95 for being the platform where we can bring every conversation to the table. But we also want to make sure we have those actions in place to move our Dominicans at home and abroad forward and to move our country forward. So again, Thank you for being with us for another episode of Roots Connections on Q. I am Simone Matthew. Thank you to our wonderful panel for your exceptional contribution. Thank you for, to our worldwide audience who are constantly listening to Q95. Thank you to our Facebook and our YouTube live audience for being here and for sharing, making a contribution as we talked about how do we empower our young women. And we also need to talk about how do we empower our young men? Maybe we can convince the, the Boy Scouts to join us and talk about rebuilding the Boy Scouts and other organizations because it takes the schools, it takes the churches, it takes the family, it takes the fathers, it takes all of us to empower our young children so that we create those dynamic characters who raised us, like my mom who's sitting right here and my aunts on whose shoulders I stand because they were such empowered women who knew themselves and who knew what they stand for. And they were not simply just blowing in the breeze. Wherever the wind took them, that's where they were. They stood firmly on their convictions and they taught us well and they groomed us well. And now look where we are today, ladies. <laughs> All right, so again, thank you for being here. Um, you can unmute your mic and say goodnight to the audience. Lambie, thank you. Sherwin, Mr. G, and everyone else, thank you for this opportunity. Have a great night. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you, thank ladies. Thank you, Simon, for the opportunity. I hope we can network really and truly. We need to do that. Absolutely. That's yes, what I'm about. Yes. Let's Can link up. Alinago, stay firm. All the, the audience who engage, we do need that engagement of the general public, and it can be both formal and, and informal, like this on radio. Um, yes. But as Tanya said earlier, it's the mindset that we're trying to change, it's the culture that we're trying to change. And yes, we can have formal organizations, and we can have programs, and we can do all. But you know, at the bottom end of it, it's the person on the street that matters. Mm -hmm. And if we can engage one another with respectability, and value of one another, value of ourselves, because I believe the young men who are constantly harassing me, young and old, quite frankly, constantly You are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the US and the UK and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop 
on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. been listening to our interview that we did, our conversation that we had on the importance of empowering our girls and teaching them their true value, because there is so much that is, um, you know, seeking our girls' attention, telling them what they should be, what they shouldn't be. And we just have to remind you, remind them of where their true value comes from and remind them of who they are and the reason that they're here. So again, I hope you found value in the conversation. Of course, if you would like to hear a repeat of this program, you can always log on to pushpast10.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com for the program. We always have a repeat in our, by the way, of our podcast. So click on the media link and it will take you to Untapped Potential and you can check out all the episodes of Untapped Potential you may have missed along the way. And of course, while you're there, don't forget to check out uh, our new website. We have completely redone the website to include everything that you need to know about what do we do and who do we are and who we are. So you want to take a look at the website again, www.pushpast10.com for all the information you need to know about this program. So as we continue along, let us look at our tip of the week. And this week we're looking at how to overcome obstacles, form healthy habits, and attain your goals. So again, how to overcome obstacles, form healthy habits, and attain your goals. And this is coming from thehappinessclinic.org. So again, thehappinessclinic.org, and it is entitled, How to Overcome Obstacles, Form Healthy Habits, and Attain Your Goals. So it begins by saying, most people are familiar with the process of setting goals, yet they struggle with making sustainable changes or follow through with the goals they have set. If you tend to start new goals, resolution, or habits, feeling motivated and then lose momentum or stop being consistent, you may be missing a key ingredient in setting yourself up for success. Below, you'll find three-step goal attainment strategy developed by habit formation researchers to help you achieve your goals and form healthy habits. So step one, write down your goals. Make a list of specific goals you would like to attain, a new healthy habit you would like to cultivate. Make sure the goals are meaningful and authentic to you challenging but also realistic and attainable. Putting your goals 
in writing helps you to remember them and makes them more concrete and thus more attainable. So they list some examples here, such as cooking healthy meals at home five days a week, organizing your closet, taking your vitamins, journaling for 10 minutes every day. So you'll want to take a look at that. So now let's move on to step two, very important, overcoming obstacles. Because I think that is where most of us get stuck. We all have these important life goals, but we get stuck with the obstacles, either the ones that, you know, life throws our ways or the ones that we create ourselves. So again, step two, overcoming obstacles. In order to set yourself up for success, it's important to plan ahead and identify any potential obstacles or challenges that might get in the way of you achieving your goal. Some of the most common obstacles include low motivation, laziness, forgetfulness, fear of change, feeling overwhelmed or intimidated, not believing in your potential, fear of failure, fear of success, not wanting to be out of your comfort zone, poor time management, and lack of prioritization. So some very important examples here. So it continues by saying, once you have identified potential obstacles, write down how you plan to overcome these obstacles. And here's an example. So the goal is read one hour in the evening. Potential obstacle, binge watching shows. Plan for overcoming obstacle. Set a timer and read for one hour. Reward yourself with watching a show only after you have finished reading. So I think this article is very helpful with regards to what we're trying to uh, accomplish with this program. And then step three, which you can look up is implementation intention. So again, the happinessclinic.org is where you can find the rest of this article. And again, the title of the article is how to overcome obstacles, form healthy habits, and attain your goals. So something very important, because again, I think that we have good intentions, but something always seems to get in the way of attaining those goals. And you know, I think uh, maybe next week I will do uh, our tip of the week on the importance of conquering the morning, because that is where it all begins for me. I find that on the days that I do not seize the day from the morning, then the day is wasted. Now, keep in mind, I work from home. So it is very important that I am organized and structured and disciplined with getting what I need to get done for the day. So again, next week, I will bring you a tip of the week on the importance of conquering the morning, seizing the day first thing in the morning in order to be productive. So here we are. It always seems like the end of the program comes way too quickly. So I want to thank you again for joining me for Untapped Potential uh, with Dr. Simone on TDN Radio. I hope that you will join me next week at the same time, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, next Tuesday and every 
every Tuesday as we get energized and powered up for the week ahead and we remind ourselves of the important life goals that we have set out for ourselves and the importance of remaining consistent with those life goals. So as always, we have a lot going on over at pushpast10.com and in general, we are working on several initiatives that I will be happy to update you on pretty soon once they come to fruition and uh, just talking about advancing Dominicans, advancing our Caribbean people and advancing people everywhere. So again, thank you for being here. I hope you will join me next week at the same time for another episode of Untapped Potential. And until then, remember that your life story is your strength. The challenges you have faced in the past have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So remember to tap into your potential every day. Remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay active, and stay engaged until we meet uh, right back here next week, Tuesday. You have yourself a productive week.